Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny the Nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, friends. In honor of Create Your Shape being open for enrollment right now, I am interviewing a Create Your Shape superstar on the podcast today, and your physique should represent that. You should look like you lift weights. If not, you just haven't learned to optimize your nutrition for your physique to represent that. Most don't understand that there is a strategy to changing your body composition, to building muscle, to decreasing body fat. In Create Your Shape, we create three results. One, we change your body composition, build five pounds muscle, decrease 3% body fat by using a strategy. Second, you learn and understand the science of nutrition. So you can be empowered to make decisions for yourself no matter the scenario. And lastly, you create your nutrition routine that just runs on autopilot for now and for the long term. Create Your Shape is open for enrollment right now. You can apply at jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your shape. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to the Create Your Shape podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, a Create Your Shape superstar, Laura, and I'm not even going to try to butcher your last name. I'll have you share us how you actually say it. But Laura was just the perfect example of someone coming in who was already working so hard. You already had so much in place. And then we went to like town on on detailing everything and getting over a few things like having a lot more food and more carbs specifically and just lining up the training and really overall implementing a strategy, which we'll get into all of that, which resulted in being 5% down body fat. And I say body fat instead of, or percent instead of weight, because you're also up two pounds of muscle, which is a lot. So I have your pictures in in front of me and you can just see like, oh, the shoulder caps defined, your core is tight, like just everything's like tight, strong, and you just look super fit. So we're going to talk about all of that and also like the strength gains and you were hitting PRs all the time and everything like that. But first I'll have you introduce yourself. And if you could just tell us some specifics too. So, um, I mean, like height and weight, so that way people can just get an idea of your frame because you're a petite person. And I think that a lot of times people don't talk about petite people fine-tuning. So I think this would be a good example of that as well. Yeah, uh, I'm Laura Bakhtiani. I am 38 and a half, turning 39 here soon. Um, so getting that, <laughs> yeah, getting to that age where it's a little tougher um, to, you know, your body's changing a little bit, but I am um, in advertising sales. I'm a director. And yes, like you mentioned, I am petite. I'm five foot three. And I started out at about 130 pounds. And now I'm sitting comfortably since completing Create Your Shape at about 124.8 pounds. So yeah, as you mentioned, I'm super happy. I gained about two pounds of muscle and I'm down six and a half pounds of fat, which I will say one thing being a petite lady is a lot of us know people are always like, when you're like, oh, I need a little, lose a little, you know, lose some weight, fine tune. They're always like, but you're so small. And I'm like, but it's not about that, right? Like it's really about our body composition. And I think also a few pounds on us can show more quickly either way than other people. And so I will say, yeah, like 
I'm literally created my shape with this program and I have countless people who know me well, people on the streets, people at my gym, lots of people commenting and saying, hey, you're looking great and really noticing the transformation. So. I love how you say people on the streets. <laughs> literally, I have, I've gotten like, oh, look at you, you must work out. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> that is the best. Yeah, like you we're doing all of the things like you, your physique should represent that. And so let's go back to that point where before you, we started working together and create your shape, Mm -hmm. where were you at then? Like what were you, maybe some of like the things that you were struggling with in terms of like, okay, maybe it was for you like, okay, what else could I be doing? I know that's a lot of my ladies, um, but what was that? What was that like timeframe for you? What did that look like? I say about a year ago, I really started saying, you know what, I'm going to make this the year of me and I'm going to put myself first, my nutrition, my body, because I just knew that there was more I could do. But I, again, I, as you said, I was missing the strategy and that's really what Create Your Shape gave me because I knew how to work out. Like I've done Ironman triathlon. I've done cardio for hours and hours, more than you can imagine, spent whole weekends doing, you know, workouts. But I also ate whatever I want. I didn't really focus on my nutrition. I just knew I could eat endlessly, not worry about it. I really didn't think about my macros or anything. And I would say in the past year or two, I started being like, okay, let's look at macros. Started learning about it myself. Um, my husband's also into it. So I took a little bit of knowledge from him. But even he said, you know, why don't you get a coach? Why don't you find a nutritionist or someone to help you? He's like, even I can't fine tune, especially because you're a woman, you have hormone health and you have all these other things affecting you. So that's when I found you, Jenny, the nutritionist. And I was like, let's give it a chance. It took a moment. It is an investment in myself. Yeah. And I'm usually not good about doing that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm worth it. And I'm so glad I did because it is something that I can use for the rest of my life. And so really it was, I was working out. I started doing strength training and I was putting in, you know, working out five, six days a week. I was putting in, you know, the time and doing, putting my all into the workouts. I really was beginning to train to failure, but I still wasn't changing that much. I was seeing a slight change Mm -hmm. to my composition, but nothing that I, it was typical things I'd seen before. And then that drastically changed once, you know, doing your program and starting the four months and seeing, then I really saw a huge transformation, which just goes to show if you put in the strategy and have all the right pieces in place, anyone I think can make it work. So, and I know when you came, when we started, like you were eating around 1600 calories. So I'm wondering, cause obviously you're training hard, you know, five days per week. What did you think like before you learned the strategy, what did you think you needed to do with nutrition? I thought that I need just do high protein and try to keep it low carb. I think unfortunately myself, like many women have had it drilled into us that carbs are kind of the enemy And in doing this, they so aren't. And I can't even tell you how many times when people have asked me, oh, how are, you know, how have you lost the weight? You know, how are you building muscle? Or you must not be eating carbs. Literally, I've gotten that comment probably more than 20 times. Like, oh, you're just not eating carbs. And I'm like, actually, it's the opposite. I'm (laughs) eating more carbs than I ever have. And I'm eating more food than I ever have. And I mean, people are shocked. People are just like, no way. Even my family, when they saw me recently over the holidays for Thanksgiving, they were all like, 
I can't even knock that you're sitting here and like eating your food and following your routine because obviously it's working and they want to pick up the tips too. But I would say that's the big thing is I really was not eating carbs. I thought it was the enemy. I was kind of low fat as well. I had, and that was another thing. I just was thinking high protein. That was really always all I was focusing on. Yeah, I think that's such a good, I mean, I feel like so many of us have been there. I definitely have. And it's such a good example of like when you're trying and you're like, okay, I got this one piece of information and I'm going to go all out with this one piece of information without yeah. knowing the full story and the full spectrum how of how that works. I mean, I definitely... Definitely have been there too. And then you're like, wait, why isn't this working? So what else mm-hmm. could there be? Um, and so is there, and this might be it, but is there anything that you were doing back then that now, because you just know so much more that you're like, oh, I'll never do that again? I would say I did try keto. I've done keto twice and I did it. I, I did. I had some of the energy burst and some of the clarity that I think some people have mm-hmm. the first time around, especially. But then I started getting like some neuropathy and some weird hormone things. And it makes sense after a month of we- it also has GI issues because you're really not eating enough fiber. Um, there were just things that in the end, I was like, you know what? I don't think this is healthy long term or sustainable. And it was true. My body was probably saying, like, this is not good for your hormones. This is not good, you know, um, for you in the long term. So I would say I had tried keto. Um, so I know now, you know, I did know, learn from that though, that fat is satiating. That was something that I think, again, a lot of women stay away from fat, you know, fat, this don't, you know, no fat. And I did learn that it is. So I think I realized I was also a little bit low on my diet when, you know, you gave me the nutrition strategy, I had to bring my fat up a bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that was something that I was like, glad to see I could add more because I think I naturally was also like, oh, well, don't go too high in fat. That's not good either. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like there's so many different diets out there and I don't think it's, it's not that. I like demonizing every single diet out there. I think that it's just understanding it and and they're all just different tools, right? Yeah. And I, and you can learn definitely learn stuff from from different things. Um like I I play around with meal plans sometimes and I feel like just, you know, this past week my lady's like, "Oh, I had a huge aha on this meal plan that oh, it can be simple." And now as she goes back into macros, she can take that learning with her. So I feel feel like they're all just different tools. Um, and so it's great that you're like, oh no, but I, I gained this from it. And I learned from it. But at the same time, you weren't like, oh, that didn't work. Nothing works for me. Right. And you yeah. were very persistent to be like, no, I'm going to figure out, I'm going to keep learning. I'm going to keep doing this until I figure it all out, which now I feel like you you have, which is awesome. Is there anything else beforehand that maybe like you thought you needed to do or anything else that um, that you were like, okay, this is the secret sauce. I'm going to keep trying this that maybe you learn. Yeah. I would say I thought that I need to do fasted cardio, that I really needed to just, right. I like, okay, it wasn't that I was sitting here thinking I may be doing too much and it's the wrong nutrition, right? It was the wrong things. You got to have both parts working together to get the results you want, right? You got to have the workout and the nutrition. I had the workout, but not the nutrition. So I thought it must be something with the workout that I should try and change, whether it's add more cardio, burn, right? To burn more calories, 
And that is where I think a lot of people get stuck. They think, oh, I just need to do more when actually sometimes you just need to sometimes do less, but do it more intelligently and strategically <laughs> with nutrition. So yeah. I feel like you could you could coach and create your shape because you've, you've got it definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, that's, I feel like we've all done this, but we've never been taught this, right? So of course, like we are out there and I feel like most of my ladies, like, like you, like you're smart ladies, you're, you're hardworking. So you're putting in all this effort, you're researching on your own, and then you're just trying to piece it together and do the best you can. And, um, then it's frustrating. It's really frustrating because you're like, what the heck? What, like, why isn't this not creating this shape that I know I'm like capable of? So I feel, yeah, I would say one thing others, like, you know, I think a lot of us look to, I've always said, I know I can do this. Like, I know I can get the shape I want. It's just finding the right recipe and the right mix of things. I think that's what, you know, celebrities and a lot of these famous people have. They have all the nutritionists and the people who were able to, from the get-go, say, here's what to do, here's what to follow, and it works. And mm-hmm. I think because it is, our bodies are machines. It's not that complicated, right? So I think also the blood work that you do is key. Because the other thing is most of the time, yes, I could go find a basic macro calculator online myself. I could, I have a workout app trainer, whatever, but it was never going to factor in my actual biology, which I think is critical too, right? You need to do what works for where your hormones are and every, you know, all the other key indicators. And so that's where I was like, if I just had the right recipe of ingredients, I feel like I could get what I want. I just didn't know. And so I think now that I know that, now I can just replicate it. And that's the beauty of, you know, what I learned from the program. Yeah. I had someone say, being like, I thought, I feel like I found the secret recipe for my body. So it's funny that you said that exact same thing. Um, but it is, I feel like, I mean, I don't want it to be a secret because I, it is what like the compete, the bikini competitors do, which it kind of felt like a secret to me. I mean, I had to like do a show to actually learn it, but now I'm like, everyone needs to know this. This should not be a secret. And especially for females like you and a lot of my ladies who are already working out, you're already lifting weight, you're already somewhat conscious of your nutrition and trying things, um, and just don't know the strategy. Mm -hmm. So last question before we talk about like the actual experience in Create Your Shape, was there anything that you were afraid of before? I know you mentioned the investment because it is, it's like a, a college course, right? Um, and is there anything that maybe you were like hesitant of? You said like, like putting yourself first, things like that, but anything you want to expand on on that? I think probably what a lot of people do, I was kind of trying to talk myself in or out of it in the same way of like, oh, I have this work trip or, oh, I have this personal thing. And as I, I joke, it's just like having a baby and doing lots of other things. There's no perfect time. And so there was never going to be this perfect four month period, right? Where it was super easy for me when the reality is actually, and you were so supportive and helping us realize it doesn't need to be this big, intimidating, all or nothing thing. That's the other thing. I think a lot of us have a mindset of all or nothing. If I can't do it perfect, then I don't want to do it at all which I think the react life is never going to be that way. And I think learning these tools of, okay, I can adjust as things are up, you know, through my seasons of life, through busier, good times, bad times, vacation or not, I can make it work. And I think that was one of the things it was like trying to find the perfect thing, perfect time to do it. And I realized no time is ever going to be perfect. You might as well jump in. 
So yeah, and I feel like too a lot of my ladies like you like me. It's like I want to choose. Like if I'm going to do something, I want to do it a hundred percent. And especially if I'm going to tell somebody else I'm doing it, and I'm like reporting into a coach. I want that coach to know that I am a superstar and I'm going to ace every single thing that they give me to do. And if I feel like I'm setting myself up to not be able to do that, I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it, right? When in reality, I actually, I want you to join and have a work trip. I want you to join and have a vacation because that is going to be a part of life that you need to learn how to manage that I actually think in and one of your check-ins, it was either like Halloween and then a work a work trip. And you were like, oh, I actually like felt good knowing how to handle myself there because of the stuff we talked about. Yeah, no, and you did a great job job coaching and saying not, I think you do a good job coaching and making people feel empowered and, or if they have an off week or two, not ashamed, right? Because that's the other thing that happens is, oh, again, you know, I'm not doing it. But it's just also, and even thinking deeper, taking things not just surface level, like, oh, if the scale's up or down, it's like, let's think about what else is going on, your sleep, or, you know, is there maybe something health-wise, right? And so I think it just also makes us, instead of, I think, beating ourselves up, which is what we naturally want to do, it's like, hey, you know, maybe there's something else going on. And you know what? It's just one week is not going to derail you. There's 52 weeks in a year, right? And just some of that support system, I think was really great too. Yeah, totally. And knowing that, um, I love how you said like one, one week will not derail you, but actually like understanding like the science behind that too, and the math behind that, because I feel like I, I heard that before in the, in the past, but it felt like very vague to me. But then once you like understand how it actually works, when somebody says that now, it's like, oh yeah, okay. That makes sense. I got it. I can like come down and like actually have a, a a game plan that considers that and allows me to have off weeks because you will have off weeks. Everybody listening, you will a hundred percent have off weeks, no matter how on top of it you are, how tight they you are, how much of a go-getter. And you want to have those off weeks. It's going to be part of life. You want to learn how to like embed those into your like long-term strategy. Yep. All right. So what was the biggest surprise or what was different once you joined Create Your Shape that you were like, oh, this isn't, or this part wasn't what I was expecting, or this is different than I thought. Anything like that? I mean, it was different to take photos of myself every week. I think sometimes we avoid the mirror. I, I didn't, I've never avoided the mirror. I thankfully, but it's more, I've never thought like I'm going to get in a bikini <laughs> once a week and take pictures of myself. And I think that was not only, obviously it's a good tool to be able to then as you're following your nutrition strategy, see the changes. But I think it's also a nice like self-love moment, you know, moment of, oh, hey, like look at this. And it's, really like recognition for the work we do and it's in putting investing time and energy into ourselves. So I think that was more um, empowering and fun than I thought it would be. I was like, oh man, I have to take photos every week. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I thought like, oh, I got to do these check-ins every week. Got to remember to do that. But I actually looked forward to it because it was a good way to go back and say, okay, let's look at the photos. How do those look? Let's look at my weight training. Like, where did I go up? 
And it also is just another point of data for me to be able to reference. But I've, I told you, I, have, I haven't continued with the photos every week, but I was traveling in the holidays. What I was saying, I do want to get back into taking the photos because I think yeah. it's a great thing to do. But I have, you know, I will say as far as like the weight tracking and tracking that, I am still doing that. And that's a great thing to be able to, I think it's exciting. It's fun to go, wow, like, look at that. I can, you know, deadlift X amount of pounds. That's pretty incredible. So. Yeah, I feel like too, um, it's like a, it like allows you to face, to be really honest, right? And a lot of people want to avoid that because it either brings up negative feelings of things you don't like about yourself or negative relationship with like the scale because we track, you know, like f- physical weight too. Um, or having to track your like weights in the gym, right? It's like, oh, like it, it makes you just be really honest, which could bring up some like, oh, there's things I need to work on here like that I thought you know it's almost like if we don't don't like something about it if we can avoid it it we like makes us feel good in the moment but if we like bring it up and then we like tie it into the process where a lot of times I see if we feel like we don't have control over changing our shape and then we don't like something on our shape that feels terrible but then if we're like hey I I want to change this part of my shape, but now I have complete control and I know how exactly to do that. Then looking at the photos each week and actually putting in the input and then getting the output and seeing the changes and having that control is so much more like exciting and fun. And um, and it's just a totally different experience. I see, I see a lot of the scale too. Yeah. And I think you nailed it in that you suddenly have control and you're seeing the results and you're like, this is it. It's like an aha moment. And then that gives you the momentum even more. And I know some people it takes a little bit longer to get to things, the momentum going and, but it will come. And I know you're also there to help fine tune. If it's not coming, let's keep looking into why, right? Because Science by the math and the science should work. So maybe there's something else happening, right? And I think you have done a just were always very supportive. And you were even there when I had my some like health issues where I was getting a bunch of migraines suddenly. And it was just encouraging to be like, you don't have to work out this week. And in fact, during a deficit, you don't need to. It's just really about the nutrition, the most important part. And that was like, I did. I was like, oh, okay, take the pressure off yourself. And, you know, just re- have faith and trust in the process. And you were right. I think I ended up losing more weight that week and I didn't even work out. So, you know. <laughs> Funny how that happens. Um, okay. And then along with that too, I think a lot of people get frustrated if they don't see progress week over week. But I feel like also having those measurements lets you get more comfortable and understand of of like you won't have progress every week and there'll be different reasons why. And again, that's another thing that I think like we hear this, we hear, Oh, it's not, you know, a perfect trend or it's not progress every week. We hear that, but until we actually like see it and make sense of it. And again, going back to like the science and, and and the math, then when you actually experience it, you're like, Oh, okay. So then when you, you're going to have fluffy weeks, you will have them. I will have them. You'll have fluffy weeks. And instead of like now, like beating ourselves up and being like, oh my gosh, we're totally off. 
we can make sense of it. But I think it's because of the, it's the work we've done um, mm-hmm. to, to really understand it. So yeah, I could talk about that one. That's such a good topic. <laughs> I like that. And I think joining the program, when you join it, it is that accountability. Like you said, we all want to do well, but it's also accountability with friends. It makes it easier. I think that's an adjustment of saying, being, being high maintenance sometimes when you're out and about with friends or family and being like, I would like no butter or I would like no oil on my foods. And, you know, I want this subbed out for that. And I think that's the other benefit of the program is it lets, gives you, I think, the power to do that. And once you start to, to do it, then it becomes natural. And you're kind of like, I'm gonna, I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm going to do what works for me and I'm not going to feel bad about it. So... So that is um, such a good point. And it's interesting because I didn't pick this up like in your check-ins at all, where you said like, oh, like putting myself first isn't something that I typically do. And I think that goes along with that kind of like bold or high maintenance. I think that's such a good word because we kind of like demonize that as bad, right? But it's like, it's so beneficial in this scenario. So Mm -hmm. being like putting yourself first, being high maintenance, was that a like, different for you at all or a struggle for you at all? Or how did you like get to that point where it's now second natural? Yeah, I definitely, it took some, an adjustment. And I think that when you look at the science and the numbers and you're like, okay, if I follow my macros and it's just this recipe that I'm following, I need to control it when I'm out. It's unrealistic that I'm not going to eat out. I'm not going to dine out. So I've got to learn to take it in my, you know, to take it in my hands and to really voice like, this is what I need. And so, yeah, it did, it was a little uncomfortable at first. And, but then I realized like, we're overthinking it. No one else thinks it's as big of a deal as you do. Right. Mm -hmm. And, or, or maybe sometimes you do, maybe you're at a family event like Thanksgiving or, and everyone's eating. So I, I did make that, I have made that point to people. I'm like, isn't it funny when I want to eat healthy, you you call me picky or high maintenance, but if I wanted to stuff my face full of soda and Doritos and like horrible things, you wouldn't say a thing. Mm-hmm. And I have said that to people and they're like, yeah, you're right. Like, why is it demonized to eat healthy? Why? Right. Yeah. Make answer that. That's because of marketing and <laughs> all the other things that, um, that you know, sell, sell products. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is like, why, why is it should be people, we should want to eat healthy. And it's already, we shouldn't have to ask to not have like bad seed oils and things in our food. But Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, Aunt Susie is out there smoking a pack of cigarettes and I'm in here making my own food, getting grilled on why I am doing this or eating that. And like the jokes and all of it is is just insane, but you know, welcome to Welcome to America. <laughs> yes, yes. So kind of getting into what were some of the main changes that you saw within your physique? So the three things that we really focus on in Create Your Shape is changing your body composition, right? Which I think that's like the initial goal of everyone's. But then the second goal is um, learning and understanding the nutrition strategy, which is really just understanding food in your body. Um, and then the third goal is creating your nutrition routine. So we'll kind of touch on each of those, but first let's talk about your body composition changes. I love the changes. Um, I'm always been like, I'm never going to have those arms. I'm never going to have arms that like have some muscle definition. And I do, I'm wearing the wrong, I'm wearing, it's kind of cold out here today. I'm wearing the wrong sweat outfit. 
but um, I've got some nice delts and shoot caps going and some tricep action. Um, so I would say like, I've really have noticed a lot of muscle definition kind of everywhere. Even like my legs have always been where I carried some weight, um, and my thighs and stuff. And like, I can actually see my quads. Like you can see the corner pop. You can see the split in the middle. Um, when I move the sideline, um, so I would say that like, I've always been like, oh, my legs will never look that great. But now I have like defined legs. And then as far as like, I think I even joked in my onboarding, my, you know, our intro submission form, like, I don't need to have six pack abs. Don't, don't necessarily need that, but I have abs. Like I can see see my abs, even as, you know, I'm now in a maintenance and going to hopefully go into a surplus phase. Like I still clearly have like some ab muscles and I don't, you know, there is definition and I don't think. Even in all my years, I grew up playing all sorts of sports. I don't think I've, I've yeah, never had that. Even So even my younger days, never really had abs, and now I have abs. And so, you know, that's fun, and that's to be celebrated. And that was really only, I mean, think about over five, six months of work. And, you know, we talk about that initial investment and your ROI, right? Like, what better return than, ah, I, I, I can have the body that I want. So. And can we just stop in? You have kids, right? I do. I have a five-year-old. Yeah. 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 And you, um, you mentioned or like in your late thirties, right? Yeah. And, you, like, yeah. and you were an athlete in better shape than when you were an athlete. Yeah. I freaking yes. love that. Like that just goes <laughs> against all of the stereotypes and all of it where it's like, no, like hell yeah. yeah. Of course yeah. you do. I mean, I have a photos on my desk of me and from my Iron Man, the finisher photos. And yeah, I have better shape now than I did then. So, and that was uh, over a decade ago. And I was, you know, doing how many hours of cardio, but I really, I often skip the weights, (laughs) the weight training. I did some of it. Like you're supposed to do like two a week. I did like one a week and I really didn't know what I was doing, Um, which is also another thing. I think, uh, yeah, I think doing the Create Your Shape program along with you help people pick out the workout programs to help them realize strength training is where it's at. You don't need to go get sweaty for hours and hours. You can just go do some great strong weightlifting and you're going to see better results. So, so and let's talk about that a little bit in terms of performance because I feel like it was like every check-in. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting so much stronger. Oh, I hit a PR. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling the mind-muscle connection. Like, it felt like almost every check-in. So what do you think, like share some of your um, like strength gains with us. And then what do you think contributed to that? And how did that feel? The food being fueled properly, truly. I mean, those carbs. I, I, yeah, well, carbs and nutrition timing. That was a huge thing for me to learn. Um, and I think that absolutely what you taught us really has made my performance increase was I never had ever heard even with my husband and his knowledge that you're supposed to be eating 50 to 75% of your carbs around your training. Never heard that had never read that nothing. Um, And so I think doing that I was like, holy cow, I'm supposed to like feel fueled up, like energized. And that was a huge difference. And also the fatigue and the recovery is so much better, right? So it's not only that you can lift more, but you're also not taking so long to recover. Um, you know, I think that was one of the big things. So if being fueled, 
Uh, the other is, yeah, I think just really put, finding that mind muscle connection and pushing till faith till failure. Mm-hmm. I think that's just something to work on and grow. And I would credit that as what pairing that with the nutrition is where I think I really made a lot of gains. Um, that's the other thing, like my back, I get lots of compliments on my back muscles and everything now too. And so it's just really fun. And now it's going to be like fine tuning. Like most people, I want to add a little more to the booty, right? Like get some booty gains in there. Um, but now it's, it, I think it's just fun to see. And now I view it as like, I can kind of mold myself. Like it's fun to play and say, yes. okay, so if I go into the, I'm going to got I got to go into surplus if I want to build the, you know, the butt, you know, and we know that. Um, and just all these other things, but I know all the different levers to pull. That's what I've also told people. Like, I finally feel I know which levers to pull to get what I want to get the results. Yes. I love how you, like you too, I shared it as like molding yourself because that's definitely can do. And I'm like, I have your photos in front of me and like, you're, it's like, like the superwoman pose, but you're like shoulder caps and your back muscles, like it, everything's just like lifted and in, in tight and like you can see the muscle and the lines and the curves and um yeah you just look like strong athletic but like very feminine too which I know everyone had that's very subjective um but it's very much the like bikini competitor yeah. com- um type of shape which who knows maybe you'll do a, a competition one day I might Jenny I love a challenge um but I <laughs> I think, but I also like that when we started, you asked us like what type of shape, because I think it's, I've never thought about exactly what I wanted because you're right. There's a different plan and strategy for each of those types of shapes. Like, correct. Like if I just wanted to go big, as big muscles as I can go, I would be going way into a surplus, right? Like really going after it. Um, but because I want to still have more of a feminine, you know, contoured physique then I know I need to be a little bit more cognitive of right like the amount I'm going up um to then come back down right when I go into a deficit yeah Uh, but yeah it's just fun and like my next goal is like I want to be able to get to a 300 pound (laughs) leg press that's the next goal um we'll see it's fun like uh, I actually have now bought a belt I was like, time because I guess when you when you do more than one and a half times your body weight, it's time to when you're deadlifting that. I've got that covered, so I'm like, time to do a belt. Um, so yeah, so it's just it's really incredible to see like who thought five foot three me like you know petite could do that, and but we can. Like I think there's nothing to stop us from. It's just really our own selves and being consistent and disciplined and just putting in that effort. So good. So good. So you've kind of touched on this a lot in sharing how much you know how the body works, right? You have the tools. And even beforehand, you we were chatting about your trip to India and um how you got injured and but you feel confident now knowing what to do and how to adjust your nutrition for that. But can you tell us your experience as far as what you've learned in like the knowledge gain to just be more empowered with nutrition? Yeah, I think the math, right, learning some of the math behind it, you sit there and think like, here I was sweating over one day of overindulging and you're like, okay, there's, you know, 3,500 calories in a pound of fat. And like, if you divide it out and you literally like you walked us through the math, you're like, you know, and you weren't illustrating that like, but you were more illustrating 
If you want to go into and lose half a pound or a pound a week, like let's do the math. This is how much of a deficit you need to go into. And then sure enough, it worked. But I will say like one of the things you even, I remember I stalled out. I plateaued a little bit in the deficit and you're like, add carbs. And I'm like, that would have never been my instinct, right? It would have never been like, let me add in some more carbs. I did, right? I did a carb up basically mm-hmm. for a day or two. And then and then it took me out of the stall and I lost more. And so just some of those things are things that are like, wow, those are like connector light bulb moments of like, okay, so now I know, now I have knowledge for the future. If this happens again, that's a lever to try, right? Like mm-hmm. let's try carving up. Whereas in the beginning, you know, most of us would be like, let me go down, let me cut my calories even more. And that would have further stalled me. So I think like that's a perfect example of really great knowledge. I would say also like the portion control, like portion sizing, the quality of the proteins or the, the carbs. I think I, the whole whole foods, right? 80, 20, mm-hmm. um, or if we're doing that initial week, that initial deficit week, trying to do 90, 10, right? 90 whole food, 10 um, processed. I, there were some things that I wasn't thinking about that I was having a bit more processed than I thought. So that was really great to clean up my diet for not only to have more control, but it's also better for us in the long run. You should be eating not processed foods. Like at the end of the day, yes, we want to create our shape, but I think a lot of us also are interested in health and longevity and like living our best life, right? And, and healthiest and, you know, not suffering from things. So I think it's also, that's another side benefit is you're really also cleaning up your nutrition um, along with gaining your shape. So that was another thing I learned. Um, And then also just not being afraid of the scale. Not that I ever was, but it was just like, "Ah, I don't want to, like I have a scale, but I didn't, I hadn't had it out in a long time. So I'd always be like, okay, let's just follow my clothes, how those fit. Mm-hmm. But then now I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to check in. I'm not weighing myself every day. I'm doing it like twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a good way. And then now I have data points. I'm like, okay, going up, going down, just tracking because I think everything's also much more manageable if you don't let it go too out of control. Right. Um, so I think that it was, again, just looking at the data and knowing how to read it to then have control over the situation versus feeling helpless and feeling like, ah, oh, here we go. You know, this isn't the direction I would have wanted to head. Yeah. The control. I feel like it's, it's definitely a main thing that like we all want um, without it being feeling so like rigid and obsessive. Right. But more like, Oh, I understand it. And kind of can use it as a data point. Like I love how you said like, Oh yeah, twice a week. It like, you know, I check in, I understand it. I, it gives me the information so I can make informed decisions. But it's not like, oh my gosh, did the scale go up and down every single day and like being so like rigid and obsessive. So yeah, I love that. Anything, um, I actually remember one of your check-ins where I feel like after probably like two months, this is typically when I I see people share in their check-ins like, I finally feel like I'm on autopilot. It's it's clicking. I'm on autopilot. And that's definitely one of the goals. And more so it's like creating your nutrition routine. But I'm curious of your experience of that and maybe how you got to that point where you're like, oh, I'm on autopilot. Uh, that was a great feeling. And I was, that was something I wanted to like, I felt is 
in a weird way, I think some people are afraid of also like, okay, if I do these type of programs, I'm going to have to track every little thing that goes in my mouth. And there will be some points you do. But I think you think that you're going to have to like live this very restrictive, obsessive lifestyle, but it's actually kind of the opposite because in a way, like I, you, by controlling, you have freedom, right? Like now that I have the knowledge, I have the freedom to quickly in my head change, you know, figure out, okay, this is what I'm targeting today. I just went out to brunch with my friend. I had, I had a drink. Sure. That's fine. Got it. That's some carbs and sugar. Right. And then I, you know, we had, you know, an egg thing with a little bit of a side salad. So you start to go, okay, I probably had more fat. So later in the day, rather when I might've had like a bit of a chocolate treat or something, I could skip that today. Right. Because I'm just going to pick and choose. So, but I can still enjoy what I'm doing. And so like, I think the check-in point, it was about halfway through. And I was just like, I know the meals that work for me that I like. I know also I've kind of figured out, I figured out that potatoes while a good carb are not a good pre-workout food for me. I just felt like heavy, whereas I'm like oatmeal seems to work really great for me. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just, you start to learn what works for your body and what gives you the results. And you you start to go, oh, like you get to give me an autopilot. And I just, I kind of have this couple same breakfast, couple, you know, same meals. I often, I'm one of those people that doesn't like to eat the same thing every day or used to be that way. And I said that, but now that I, it makes me feel good and it fuels me and I get the results I want, like I have no problem eating it every day. Suddenly. <laughs> it's so funny how it works. <laughs> funny, funny. When it's giving you what you want, you're like, okay, I can do that. And, but also you, I think we all realized in doing it, it doesn't have to be boring. Your food doesn't have to be plain or boring. Like you can find things that are tasty that fit the macros, right? Yeah. Hundred percent sauces and seasonings and yeah. Yeah. finding like cuisine that you that you like. Yeah. Totally. So has anything like impacted your day to day or maybe even your your family? I know your your husband's already, you know, into into this a little bit. Um, or your activities, like how you think about yourself, how you dress, like anything like that that maybe has changed. Yeah, I mean, I'm dressing, I'm definitely like, oh, I'm going to wear a little crop top or like, I mean, I'm out here in LA, it's warm, it's also, you know, in style. But before, just like, yeah, I'm like wearing things that are fun. Um, I'm definitely confident. I wouldn't say I wasn't confident before, but I think it's just, you have this new level when you're like, I look good, but it's also like I put in the work and, you know, I'm enjoying it. You just feel good about yourself. Right. Um, so I would say, yeah, definitely more confident, enjoying like dressing, you know, with the body when I had, I did actually have to go shopping though, because some of my pants, like, like sweatpants that didn't have drawstring or things were like too loose. Um, so I did have to go shopping. Yeah. I think because your waist was down like an inch and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So like I did, there were some, or even some shirts and things that were kind of like stretched out. They were too big. So I did actually need to do that, which is fun, you know? Um, and then the other would be like my daughter, we're always, you know, I think all of us parents want like the best nutrition for our kids, but even, you know, I would sometimes say like, Oh, I didn't say it's not on my diet. I try and be cognitive of that. I just said, 
oh, it's, you know, I'm like, that's part of my, not part of my nutrition plan. That's what I say. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's what it is. It really is a nutrition plan. I'm like, oh, mommy's not eating that today because, you know, like it's just not fitting in my macros. I'm, like, it's good for them to hear that type of verbiage. Um, but hey, I did enjoy my Christmas cookies. They were my fat macros for, you know, fat and carb yeah. macros. It was just fun to see, like you could, you can enjoy it and you just have the knowledge and power to now do, to fit it in, to fit it into what you're doing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. I love the math and the, in the science of it for sure. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Anything that we didn't t- touch on um, that you think might be informative? Um, I think we, I mean, we covered a lot. Uh, Yeah, no, we we covered a bunch. Um, Just, yeah, I think the biggest thing is probably sometimes people are worried about it's going to feel like torturous or discipline, or it's going to be intimidating. And yeah, there might be points where you're like, ah, okay, like I'm tired of this. Or, you know, definitely when you get into the deficit, that first week of really no, you know, you're cutting dairy and all these things out. I, I would, that was when I was most intimidated. I was like, Oh no, (laughs) what am I going to do? Um, and I I sent some questions to you worked with me because I don't eat nuts. So I was like, that's a common, you know, fat source when you're down to the healthy fats. And so, but yeah, you were like, Hey, let's do ghee, like avocado, avocado, my best friend. Um, (laughs) so I think, just like there was points where you're like, oh, but you know, you work through it and you come out. And I think the whole thing of where you don't, you got to have some frustration or a little bit of challenge to really then feel the success and the joy when you come out through the other side. And then even best is when you get a look at, you know, see your shape and come out that you were trying to get all along. So. Yeah. You kind of get that reward from some of those challenges or learn yeah. a little bit, or you realize like, oh, this is just one week. I have to do this. Or, oh, this is just a couple of weeks. Like it, it kind of puts it into perspective. I love that. And then last question, is there anything that you see impacting you long-term? Like anything you see, like, I don't know, three years, five years, 10 years down the road that you'll come take with you from this experience? I mean, I'm always going to take this with me and that I forever am changed and that like, I real I, like, again, I don't know why everyone should know this. Like, it's terrible. You know, we should be taught this information. I even thought back to, you know, for all the like athletic things I did and like the nutrition, we never got really, we had some nutrition courses, but they were baseline. They were like the basic stuff you're taught in school. Yeah. And nothing that was fine-tuned. It was nothing that was specific to women. Most of the research out there is based on men. And so that's another thing is you are a woman, you've done the training, you understand you have the scientific knowledge to, you know, analyze the blood work and like suggest supplements. So I think all of it together really, that was one of the things I wanted, like a kind of an integrative health approach. Because you have to address the whole body, you know, and I think that's another key to why it worked. So I will, I'm going to still do, oh, the DEXA scans. Like I did another one when I was done. I'm going to do those probably once a year or maybe Mm -hmm. twice a year. I think it's really smart to be able to look at bone density, you know, where are we staying healthy, where the fat's depositing also impacts our health. Um, Blood work. I 
I didn't know that I could just get labs on my own and go pay a minimal amount out of pocket. Like I never thought to do that. I never felt like, oh, I should do that. And now you know, now you need someone to read it. But now I know that I can do that. And I think that's something that takes the power in your own hands um, of not just being reliant upon other people to, you know, give you advice. So yeah, being your own advocate for vitality, for your shape, for all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and sharing your experience and your journey. I think it's so inspiring to see people who not only are like already doing so much to, to kind of figure out the pieces and figure out, right. Like the recipe for, for their body. Um, but to also be like, yeah, I'm in the best shape ever, even after having a kid and being in my late thirties and being an athlete, right. All of these things. So, Awesome work. Way to be just such an example of what's possible and being like a leading person when it comes to health and taking care of yourself. Thank you. And thank you for being a wonderful coach. Couldn't have done it without you. (laughs) Appreciate that. All right. Thank you so much. And everyone else, we'll see you next week on the Create Your Shape podcast. Hey, if you work out and want to look like you work out, then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at JennyTheNutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at JennyTheNutritionist.